This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my kids. Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I'm your host Anik and I'm joined this evening by Mahad and Mats to talk all things Formula One ahead of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Mahad, are you keeping? I'm all good. Just come back from the Middle East. Uh, don't know if I'm jet lagged or not. I just feel unwell, but I'm still here making content, guys. Even if I'm unwell, but that's how. That's how. How are you, Anik? I'm good, man. I just come back from the Middle East as well. <laughs> Bro, we've been putting men. in the air. Yeah, man. You've been putting in the air miles, man. Bahrain. Yeah, I'm out, Saudi. man. I was, I was just uh, approving the changes to the Jeddah track ahead of the race next week. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we see some good racing, man. Um, how was it though? Was it good? Yeah, it was all good, man. Um, shout out to everybody that was uh, following us on Twitter while we we're out in Bahrain, and uh, video some vlogs are going to be coming out soon on the YouTube account. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, 
And whilst you've mentioned that, that's triggered my brain to remind anyone that's watching on the YouTube to make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on Twitter at pitstopfracker. Also, Instagram as well at pitstopfracker. If you're listening back to this podcast on Apple or Spotify, please make sure you leave a five star rating. And a review goes a long way, really helps with the algorithms. And it helps us keep getting content out for you for the forthcoming season. Martin, what's so, going on? Unlike you, man, I just come from the middle of East London. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Don't kill me, man. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to hold it down while these men were out here doing their thing. So, mm. but yeah, I'm good, man. Good for the week. Could yeah. be better, but yeah, it is what it is, man. But it's all right, man. Arsenal doing well. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we're in the title race. I could finally admit that now. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a seesaw, in it. It's like one team does well, the other team doesn't do so well. Now, I was just, I was just always like, once March hits, if we're still where we are, I'll, I'll say we, I'll, I'll admit it, title race. But other than that, it was top four to go. But top four's been achieved now, so back to Let's F1. Go. Let's see, yeah, and back to F1 and back to one of your teams, brother. This 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 Mercedes man, you know, what's what's going on there? They they put an open letter out over the weekend to their fans. Yeah, congrats. Well, or, not to their um, fans, but to yeah, everyone. congrats or whatever. I didn't bother reading that shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they put it out over the weekend. Let me just read you the first paragraph, yeah. To all our fans, Bahrain hurt. It hurt each one of us who head into every season determined to fight for the World Championship. It hurt the team as a whole after pouring so much hard work into a car that hasn't met our expectations. And we know it hurt you, our fans too. Your passion and support are so important in driving us forward. And we know that we feel the same pain. It sounds like something that Marcus Rashford was tweeting last year. losing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it's a bit deep, isn't it? I mean, this this was just a letter just to stop people getting onto them, and that that had nothing to do with how they. I mean, we all know how they feel about the car. We've heard some of the reports, but that is just more of a letter just to say you don't stop sending us hate messages. We get it, the car's shit. Then there's not much we could do about Bahrain now. It's done. We can try and make it better. But stop sending the admin hate, the team hate. We don't need to see all of that crap. And we know what some of these um, incels are like when it gets to, they, when they can't get their way or when something's not, they don't like something, they start sending hate and it's not really necessary. And I think Mercedes really had to do that just to protect their staff as well. And it's, yeah, it was just, it, it's more, that's what the letter's more about. Because I remember reading it a lot, I think I read the last paragraph and it was talking about, um, this isn't, please, um, we get it. We're, we're basically a one family. We've got to stick together, whatever. So it, It's so, basic PR for me. Yeah, it is. And I think, look, let, let's just be honest. It, it's quite clear to see that the car is not up to scratch. Everything, all the effort and time they may have put in over the winter hasn't come to fruition because Red Bull, Ferrari and Aston Martin were clearer of them in Bahrain. Now, obviously, there's been there was some talk before the first race about a whole new car, a whole new concept coming. Do you think that's something they need to start looking at and 
do you think that's something they need to do? Or do you reckon it's just a case of writing off this season now? Like, we can't be saying that after one race, but, I mean, the possibility could be there. Honestly, I didn't watch Bahrain, so I don't really know how bad the car was. I mean, in quality, it didn't look... I know it looked looked off the pace in Q3, but it didn't look as bad, I would say, in quality. So I don't know if this is just a track-specific thing. Or if there'd be tracks where the car might, this car might be able to perform better at, who knows? But yeah, it's time to move on. I think if they believe the concept is um, failed, I mean, they brought back what's his name, James Allison. James Allison. No, this is not this. Man was making boats, isn't it? It's racing boats. Function, bro. Like, what is going on? They put their faith in Elliot. They gave him the development corner. Is that what it's called? The development corner. They gave him a little segment on that. Um, Mahad, uh, we, we've got a comment coming in from Mary saying, it's only one race. I'm not worried at all. You were there firsthand in Bahrain. <laughs> should Mercedes be worried? I think they should be worried. And what they're saying to the public about what's going on, especially the memories from Toto and so on they're being quite serious that it's a problem because clearly they want to close that gap to the top. And Max Verstappen was ahead of Lewis Hamilton by 51 seconds by the end of the race. I don't think that's closing the gap, is it? Yeah, no, no, that's not. That, that That's actually, in my view, that's that's disgraceful. Like How much seconds? 51 seconds. Bloody hell. That's a problem. And I'm not saying that oh, Mercedes has a rubbish car. They don't have a rubbish car. But if the aim is to be at the top and be a front runner, like it was 2021, you have not closed the gap. And now there's an admission that they're going to go in a different direction design-wise and realising, okay, we've just wasted a year going with this zero side side pod thing and the floor isn't doing what it needs to do. Why have we wasted this time? You're, you're third as well. You don't even have a. This this is this is the problem. This is the problem. Yeah. If you know that the car is not reaching Red Bull and your goal and target is to be battling Red Bull and fighting for wins, not podiums, not with uh, the other guys, fighting for waste wins like it was in 2021. Yeah. You cannot be wasting time on uh, fool's gold on concepts that don't work. You're already you're, you finished third in constructors last year. You don't even have the time to make a new car. You're limited in the construction of t- like you would have to bring upgrades, but you can't bring a whole new car like a, how other teams would that are quite lower in the constructor standing. You're you're, you're going to be punished even more. So, is it a case of kind of like even just the the, the wording of some of the people that are outside of Mercedes, the words that are coming out of Mercedes? is are they just thinking about, okay, let's just try to find some gains at the end of the year and go for it next year. It doesn't feel like it's something that's going to resolve itself anytime soon with just small upgrades here and there. The time deficit is too much, man. The gap is too much. Right now, right now, in person, I swear to you, uh, Aston Martin is faster than Mercedes. Tell you right now. And you've got the same suspension. You've got the same engine. They literally buy parts from you. You use the same wind tunnel. They're using the, that. That's the what they're using the same wind tunnel as them. I can't believe that. 
and I, 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 I can't agree with you more. If they were planning to bring another concept later in the year, why didn't you just go for that concept at the start? It's like they want to trial out this new concept in Bahrain. Okay, if it works, it works. It, it was catastrophic. And now you're going to bring one, what, six races into the season? Six races into the season last year was about 15, 16% of the season gone. So you want to wait till then to bring the upgrade. And then <laughs> that comment. Um, so you, you want to wait till then to bring an upgrade. By the time you bring the upgrade in, <laughs> the season's done. Like, they thought, they help- thought if they lose weight, they thought if they lose weight, that they'll be more attractive. No. It doesn't matter if you lose weight. You're still a six, okay? You need to go. Go visit Dr. Miami. Go get your nose <laughs> done. Go get your bum done. Go get your cheeks done, yeah? Get the Botox in. And then we can talk. That's yeah. it. Surgery didn't help. It didn't. Didn't if help one bit. Yeah, let's just lose some weight. We'll um, lose some weight in the right areas and we'll see how it goes. No. Come on, man. It needs, it needs Martin, more. last year, Brazil... It's tough for I didn't me. watch that, remember? Okay, but I lost champagne. I lost the bet. <laughs> I, I saw the I follow, saw a full replay of that that race. Did did they pull the wool over our eyes? Well, clearly they did. Did they pull the wool over your eyes? I don't know, man. As I said, I didn't watch it. I don't know how good they were. I don't know what happened in that race. What I know, okay, was George won. George Russell. It was a clean sweep for George Russell. Yeah, you got pole. You got fastest lap. He won the sprint. Came he won the pole. race. Okay, but pole after the sprint. <laughs> just, hey, listen, shouts to okay. K-Mag, man. We can't forget him. Yeah, man. okay. We can't, it's can't a legendary pole. Okay, but he smashed it on race day and he smashed the sprint. He overtook Max Verstappen as well. So, look, did we did we buy into the hype then? I think... Was that yeah. just a flash in I the pan? element. there's an element of it in it. In terms of sports, whenever you win something significant, and winning a race is significant in Formula One where there's only 24 races in a year and you kind of dominate that whole weekend, it can pull the wall of your eyes. It's like, for example, I can say as an Arsenal fan, winning the FA Cup, we won the FA Cup and we thought we might go on to do great things, but it kind of just pulled the wall of our eyes and it's like, no, you actually need to add to this squad, you need to build it. And from what I understand, Red Bull got it all wrong on Brazil that weekend. So it wasn't like... And who knows? Maybe Red Bull got it wrong on purpose just to give somebody else a chance. They got bored. Who knows? That's peak. So, um, I mean, they have the ability to do that. And the champions, both championships are pretty much wrapped up. It was just Checo, just do your thing to get a one-two. And he obviously ultimately failed at that. that. Exactly. Um, so, I don't really see... I don't. I think, yeah, you, you could be right. It just pulled the wall over as everyone thought, oh, okay, maybe we're onto something here. And... It's, I mean, we had, what was it, Peter Jury's comments? He said, I think he's here. Peter Windsor. Peter Windsor, sorry, yeah. Peter Jury, bro. This guy makes his ITV commentary. <laughs> UCL two, night, le- yeah. two legends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter Windsor, um, he he said, he said something similar, innit? He said this, um, they just pulled the wall over our eyes and... Basically. It's the the cracks, it was papering over the cracks rather than actually filling them in. Um yeah, and I think even the next race, you could see quite clearly yeah. Abu Dhabi, they were just... Yeah, they were well they off, were just so off it. weren't they? So, um, yeah, I think it, 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 there is a lot. There's a lot going on. And I think the I think the most important thing, not the most important thing, I think the most worrying thing was Lewis's comments coming out yeah. of it was... Because I had to like, really 
double check because I know, I know sometimes these guys just put anything out, but they really came out and he's like, oh, this came from multiple sources that he was not happy with the car and they did not listen to me. And that is very worrying that I you're not on... listening to your top driver who was doing the majority of the testing last year as well. That is that 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 for me is a worry because if if you look at it now from Lewis Hamilton's point of view, you know, his contracts, you know, is finishing up this year. He needs his eight world title. He needs a world title. And is he gonna get that Mercedes? Mad, do you reckon do you, do you think he's gonna get that Mercedes? Let's be let's Not be right honest now. here. Not right now. Not right now, definitely not, because look. With Lewis Hamilton, he's not 24. He's, he's got limited time. Yeah. You can't be, this can't be like the late McLaren days where he's just sitting around. At least he was given the opportunity, especially towards the latter stage of uh, the McLaren years, that he was winning races. He had a car that could win races. And that's something mm-hmm. he was unreliable, but it would win races. And it's fast. This is just not, just not there. Last year was just fighting for their lives every single time. Every think... single time, and he, he was actually physically damaging this driver. He at this time, at this time, yeah. If you've got a seven-time world champion, someone that's won over hundred races, you cannot be wasting their time with concept cars. So let's let's harpen back to like what's happened here. They clearly Mercedes were trying to work through the problems of porpoising, and then they could work on making the car faster. Right. The problem is when they got to Bahrain, the car is not fast. So we were told that if the porpoising stops and we can get through these problems, we can make the car fast. The car is not fast. So clearly, it's either their car is massively underdeveloped or they've admitted that this concept is wrong. Either way... I think it's the latter. Time. I think it's the latter. It's, it's, it's quite clearly it's the latter. And I personally... Say, I just want to say one more thing. Me. I think um could have played a factor into everybody thinking that Mercedes were making a step was... Mexico as well, they were quite decent. And what does Mexico and Brazil both have in common? And they were decent. Where else again? Was it, I think they were decent in Austria as well, weren't they? What do all these tracks have in common? High altitude tracks. Maybe that concept works perfect for high altitude. And when you're on lower lower tracks, it just doesn't hit the same. So what? Potentially. The Red Bull. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think I think look, it, it remains to be seen whatever happens with Lewis. But you know, if 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 Mercedes, you know, in my view, I don't think they're going to deliver him a championship winning car. I'll be honest with you. I think if Lewis is going to get number eight, he's not going to get it at Mercedes. And one thing in Formula One that really gets me is that you need to somehow have some sort of loyalty in this sport. I'll tell you this straight, yeah. There is no loyalty in F1. There is no loyalty anywhere in F1. Drivers will jump from here to there to there to here if it means they can win a world championship. Fernando Alonso has done it. Fair enough, he hasn't won a world championship jumping from those teams. But if a driver thinks that he can get a better opportunity elsewhere, they will do it. Even if an engineer thinks he's going to get a better opportunity elsewhere, he'll do it. James Val's done it. Lewis Hamilton done the same thing in 2013 when he jumped over to Mercedes. Fair enough, McLaren's got a soft spot in his heart, but he still knew what he had to do. And from there, he's only ever looked one way. So, if you look at the teams, 
that could at this moment in time potentially live deliver a championship winning car it's probably going to be Red Bull Ferrari and maybe Aston Martin I know it's really early in the season but guys do you see do you see Lewis at any of these teams no no no, no. I don't we think we should overrate that Aston Martin too much you know I know we're getting on to them in this, later on but I don't think we should be overrating them this much because we don't know what this car is like at any other track. Bahrain's a very simple track. It's very all conditions, um, perfect for most cars. So we got we can't be overrating them too much. We've got to wait and see what these men actually like. Sorry, let I was me, on mute. Let, let me jump. Let me jump in. Let me jump in. I'll say this for. People that are thinking, oh, maybe this is too harsh on Mercedes. Let them be. They've won so many, so much championships in a row and stuff like that. You have to understand that if your target is to be challenged for championships, yeah, and then you turn up to this race, the first race of the season, having more development time than Ferrari and Red Bull, and you are half a second off the pace, and you are the fourth best team, and another team is ahead of you that has the same engine as you, it's a problem. And people are going to talk about it. If you're time wise, they're closer to the midfield than they are to the front. Mm-hmm. So it, it could get to a, a bit where they're fighting the midfield. Yeah, granted that the top of the top of the rankings might just be Red Bull by themselves. You will be in the midfield. So if you're Lewis, what do you do? What you honestly, if you're Lewis right now, what do you do? You just you have to assess the situation of what's what the landscape is next year. And what team? Obviously, he's not signed a contract. Everybody knows he's not signed a contract. His contract runs mm-hmm. out this season. This season, yeah. So most people, if you're if your contract is running out, you sign a contract by a summer break. So we'll see where where how he's assessing the situation and what kind of guarantees he's been given. If I'm Lewis and I'm not really bothered about winning another championship or races, win races, uh, winning multiple races in a row and stuff like that, like I was in the old days, and I just want to collect the check, just give run me my money and give me a position on the board. Damn At what right. point is it? Does Lewis say if he still wants to continue driving? At what point does he say I have to give up on eight? If there's a point, see uh, the thing is, <laughs> he's he he's still fit enough to drive. Yeah, yeah. He he's you know, and if there are if his contract's ending and there's an opportunity for him to move to a championship winning team. I don't think he should lose that motivation. I think, again, as I said, he has no loyalty in F1. He should jump ship to a team that's going to give him number eight. That's no, what I, I would do if I was I heard that, but I'm saying there's going to be a point. Let's, let's, let's all be real here. Lewis is 38 now. Not many drivers have won a race after the age of 36. Um, he's There's been a clear drop-off in his performance. Um, it's not a major drop-off, but there's been a slight drop-off in his performance, especially when it comes to qualifying. As he gets older, if he stays in F1 for, like, say, another three, four years, at what point does do you say, I have to give up on eight? And if I just want to continue driving F1 to help promote all the stuff I'm trying to do within it, like um, equality and diversity and all that, at what point does he just say, all right, I'm not. Uh, it's unlikely I'm going to get eight. Let me just drive. Does he ever get to that point, or do you think he always stays to a point where he's going to fight for eighth? I don't I think mean, he's I've dropped off. My... By the way, 
I don't agree with yeah. that. Point. I, okay. I don't think he That's should. I, I personally don't think. I think he's. I think he's one of the greatest sportsmen ever, and I don't think that he should. He should be going outside. He Wait going a minute. He's no. He's the. Wait a minute. Greatest. You hold on. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I said it. I said it. He should be going out on a high. He should be going outside. No way. He should be going out with a championship. Kunle, what's your take on this? Thank you Firstly, for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a minute. Um, hey, guys. Firstly, Matt, I don't think he's dropped off. I don't agree with that statement. Whether it's qualifying, whether it's race space, I don't agree with that. Um, secondly, going back to the whole, should he stay... Am I audible? You Very are, audible. but your mic, your mic is going. Is it muffled? Yeah. You're going to have to re-up that mic when you come off. All right, one second. Let me go on mute. You man, continue speaking and I'll talk. Wait, I just want to address the, uh, the comments. There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying that Lewis should ever Mars give up. getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah? I'm Lewis's biggest fan and I'm not saying that guy should ever give up on eight. I'm just saying that always gets to a point where you have to know your abilities and for me, for me, I'm you. I know you lot said you don't see it, but for me, I feel like I've seen a slight drop off in his performance. I'm not. I still think he's. Listen, when we say a slight drop off in his performance as well, we're talking about Lewis Hamilton here. We're talking about the greatest driver of all time. We're not talking about Charlotte Leclerc or any of these other normal youths. This is the greatest driver of all time. So if there's a drop off, he's still the at least the second best driver on the grid, at least. So it's not about, um, yeah, as Warren said, it's like 100 to 98. He's still the, he's still the best. It's like Messi. Messi's had a drop-off in his performances, but he's still, what, top three ballers in the world. So it's about that. Yeah. I, I, just, I, just think, I just think at this stage of his career, he just deserves to, I think, when you, I feel like, in, you know, Formula One, when you've done so much already in the sport, like, on track, and you've proven yourself, you should always have the option of being in the fastest car. 100. And teams right, should that. be clamouring to sign you, no matter what. So I me think thinking crazy. when he signed that contract for 2022, when he signed that two-year deal in 2021, mm. I was like, what's going on here? Why you, you need to keep your options open for new regs because you know the teams that are on, on top and the regs change, do not stay on top. So, yeah. Um, I think with Lewis, just keep the options open, see what happens. Aston Martin all of a sudden got that money coming through. We might see a Fernando, uh, Lewis Ting, but I don't think they're going to get rid of Stroll, so it might get political over there. If they if they get the opportunity to sign Lewis, they could do that. If Ferrari get the opportunity, if Red Bull get the opportunity, um, Made the movement. My question, my question is, we have three possible options for Lewis, right? If if the if there's a driver space, so we have Ferrari, we have Red Bull, and we have Aston Martin. Mm -hmm. This is this is assuming no other team gets better than those three over the next year. This is based on one race, right? Now, um, Aston Martin. Stroh's not going anywhere. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Gotta be realistic. Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it, yeah. I don't know how long Alonso's contract is. but I'm sorry. Lawrence Stroll's a businessman. Nah. No, but Lance Stroll's, Lance Stroll's good enough, though. That's he's the thing. He's not, he's, not no, 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 no. he's not a scrub. He's not a scrub. He's not a scrub, but he's still a businessman. If you have the opportunity to sign the greatest driver of all time and have him along so number 14, you're doing that. If you get that oh. opportunity. So don't Wait. think that, oh, oh just because he's Lance's Matt. son, he's going to stay there. Bro, I will dash my son for loose in a heartbeat. <laughs> you are sick, man. It's bad, man. Hey. It's... Oh, no, no, no. Bad. But like, like, let's be sincere. If you... If you say it's good as a businessman as it is, and knowing what the politics of F1 is like, you wouldn't put Alonso and Lewis in the same team. Even as 39 year olds, even as They're old grown as they men, are. they know how to behave themselves. Look at they, them the other day. Still, no, Alonso is a fucking petty old ass man. He is as petty as they come. And Lewis is just as petty as they come. Like, let's let's not yeah, do but that. Lewis knows how to handle himself. It's not it's not his fault that Alonso doesn't. And then, if anything, Alonso will just get up and move. Like he always does when he gets scared and he wants to run. That's what he does. But are you as a team owner going to pair Alonso and Lewis together? Just hypothetically. Yes, because I would expect them to be able to work together as grown men. Bruh, you're just, you're talking in the waffles right now, bro. Look, Lewis and Herosberg made it work, work out. They didn't. One had to leave, bro. One of them had to go look <laughs> after. One, one, one of them. One of them had to go be a fatherly figure for his children, bro. He had to be the father. Lance, got, Lance Stroll's not going anywhere. Though. Lance is not going, though. That's Come the problem, on, man. Lance is not Listen, going. Listen, twenty-four. Yeah, go ahead listen, anyway. The only way. The only realistic. The only realistic sit option is Sergio Perez's sit. Exactly. That's the only. And maybe no Ferrari. What. Maybe Ferrari as well. Because if Leclerc has enough and he wants to swap, but where's Leclerc going though? Mercedes. Mercedes. But hey, wait, are you gonna tell me Leclerc is gonna look at Mercedes right now and think, yeah, even if if the goat, if the greatest is there saying this man don't listen to me, why do you think they're gonna be listening to Percival? He might go. No, he might go Alpha. He might go Alpha. He might go uh, Sauber. Nah, you know what? I think we. I've been saying all of this, but there's also Lando. You gotta consider Lando as well. I know Matt Lando's, Lando's got it's the, it's got death row contract, man. Lando probably no, has a break really. in his contract. No, seven years. There's no breaks in the contract. This is all lies, man. There's no breaks you decide. If Lando starts thinking it up, we're stuck with you. And all right, there's no but then if he if he's performing well and McLaren aren't doing it, there's no question buy that a team might no, not come out, and buy him you out. Can, you can buy out the contract. You can buy, you can buy him out the contract. The team might come out and say we want him. 
But Red why Bull would you been if, big if, on Lando? Why so would you, you never know. If Red they Bull's said, been... you know what, we want Lando and Max together, or Max is thinking about I, I want to go do something else for a couple years before I come back to F1, it, it'll be it'll be Lando. Wait, you gotta realize if 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 at this space, if Red Bull if Newey continues to be the fucking wizard that he is, Max is not breaking a sweat to win these races. It's not taking anything out of him. He can do this for 10 years. Or for as long as his regulations last. Let's let's be honest. Who, Max? Yeah, he's not stressing. He's not stressing to win races right now. You know what, yeah? You know the thing with Max, yeah? I actually think that he needs a bit of drama. He needs a bit of action. I think he's getting bored. I'll be honest with you. Oh, like, He will bored. take it. He will take the wins. But I think he needs a bit of a battle. I think he needs a bit of drama because I think he's up honestly, the way this season's going, if they just steamroll everyone, I think I think he'll just be getting his only his only competition is Sergio Perez. He has no genuine competition. Right now, based on yeah. last week's space. And Perez is it's one you know, race. Paris, it's one. It is one race. It's, it's one race. No, I know. I know. There's an element of overreaction to it, and I know Bahrain. No, I, it's just, I think it's just Bahrain. It's just a track at Bahrain. When you get to others, it'll be you get closer race in Saudi. I think maybe again. I mean, the Red Bull isn't the, exactly the fastest in the speed trap, but it... so, so 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 let's 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 talk about Saudi then. Um, Red Bull came out this week and they said that the Ferrari could potentially be quicker and challenge them at that circuit. Yeah. Because the Ferrari Obviously is the fastest the... car in the speed trap. It is, yeah. If and we, know, but we know how far Saudi is. How many straights so... are there in Saudi? Two long like, straights. One million straights. There's so many straights. It's basically... Not straights, but it's really fast. It's, it's, it's the basically... fastest street circuit. It's basically a couple straights and little corners here and there. Yeah, it's like yeah, two high speed corners. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like a fucking it's what I described as like a fucking pencil or a pen. Yeah. You just go up one end and down the other end and just high speed flowing corners throughout. And I think I personally think because it's less tire degradation, the one thing that caught out Ferrari, I think they might be a little bit closer, but I'll be honest with you guys, I just can't see past Max. Um but looking at Ferrari though, they got their own problems going on. Like Leclerc went to the head of Ferrari this week <laughs> to to voice his concerns. So, Mahad, I always know you've got something to say about Ferrari. I mean, what do you make of that? Leclerc's going to the Ferrari president and telling them what's going on here. So this is after he was in third place, comfortable third in Bahrain, and his uh, engine went up in smoke again. Well, he has to tell them what's going on because man's facing an engine penalty in the second race. You gotta ask what's going on here, because at the end of the day, it's like it's getting a bit, it's getting a bit silly now. Obviously, the Ferrari weren't at pace in that race. The best they were looking at was a podium. Um, was asked if, let's say, for example, Leclerc was in the race and he was running in third, would Alonso caught him? I don't know. But rumblings coming out of Ferrari that day knew that one of the Aston Martins was going to beat them anyway. So. They, it's, it's it's really a difficult situation because with Bahrain, Bahrain is such a specific track, so the failings of Mercedes and Ferrari can only just be exacerbated on that particular track. The next couple tracks are completely different, and Bahrain is not similar to other tracks on the Formula One calendar, especially with the deg on the rear tyres. So uh, we already know that Ferrari had a deg problem already. 
that's come to light again. Uh, the ties just look cooked. They look good in qualifying. They look like they were the closest team to Red Bull, and that's that's the case, third and fourth. It looks like a particularly stable car as well. So it does look like it has the solid foundations to be in something good there. And if I was going to pick any team to challenge Red Bull, it would be Ferrari. But they have fundamental problems within that organisation about how they're running things. I'm hearing stuff about Fred Vasseur has been brought in and has no power. He's gone into that mm-hmm. situation and he's like, I'm not even a team principal. What the hell is yeah. this? So what kind of what what kind of organisation are they running? Over there, what are they it's, doing? It's crazy. People are people are resigning left, right, and center this week. Yeah, absolutely. We're hearing um, was Sanchez, uh, Cardelli's going. We're hearing uh, Mikel's Mik- is going. Um, David Sanchez has already gone to McLaren. Mm-hmm. These are people that built. This is major people in the team just leaving, just gone. It's, it's, it's not looking too good for them I'll, I'll be honest with you but I think the fact in my view I think the fact that it's come out so early in the season I think they're just jumping the gun a bit early I think obviously Leclerc's upset he's you know he's, he's gone to the president he's told him all of these concerns and all these people are leaving I think it's like a bit early like the, the car's not as bad as Mercedes okay it's it's there or thereabouts but what I am struggling to get my head around and I'm going to come to you on this Kunle is there's a couple of fundamental issues there with Ferrari. The first one on track, yeah, we're talking about is the engine. Okay, they replaced that part pre-race, and it blew up. They knew about degradation last year in the season, and it came back to bite them big time, big time at Bahrain. Like Leclerc went soft, hard, hard. Perez is doing, <laughs> he's doing soft, soft, hard. Like, yeah. The, the tyre degradation is chalk and cheese and the engine, again, has just come back to bite them in the arse. So, brother, what, what do you think about what's going on there? Um, In the great words of the great Stephen A. Smith, whatever will go wrong at Ferrari will go wrong. It is, you know, it's the, it's the history of the Ferrari, you know. Exactly. It's in the history of the Ferrari. You know, I don't even care about them, man. They can... They can perish for all I care about. Like the whole team can go bankrupt for all I care about. I could do without watching Ferrari on my F1 screens. Like they can hold that. I don't care about heritage. They can go like. But yeah, okay. Let's start from actually. This whole thing's funny. Let's start from Saturday. Yeah. They don't. They don't send Leclerc out for a second run in Q3. They're saving. They're saving tires. Set tires. They're saving a set of tires. What was the like? Race day comes, they put the tires to go. That was the first. The tires, the tires they saved were the tires he went out on, right? The new tires. Yeah. So he started on the new tires. He started on new first tires, first tires. Yeah. Everyone else started on scrub tires, I believe. Yeah, or the the tires that they probably done the yeah. final stint with. So two, three laps old. And then the whole the whole thing with the degradation comes, and basically is new set of tires. Is almost worse than the people that started on old set or scrub sets. Like, what's the point? Like, so, what are you? What are they? No, the question. The, the real question is, what is Ferrari as an organization? What are they doing? Because the strategy is still shit. The car is still not the best, and the team principle is not even the team principle. Like the team principle has no. He has no, he has no, um, what's it called? He has no power on communication because the person that, that the person that runs communication is reporting to like 
the senior of the team principal. Now, poor Fred, bless his soul. You know, he thinks he's got the job at Ferrari. But he's just there to be Leclerc's race manager or basically just to, like, hold Leclerc's hand. And guess... And even then, he's complaining to the headmaster. And then even then, like, Leclerc's not even complaining to him. Leclerc's going, like, you're the class teacher. I'm going straight to the head of the school. Basically. And and now, the season's barely started. The organisation is falling apart. They are losing the head of Aero to McLaren. They are losing, like, top guys that run the team to different places. Now, compare that to possibly one of like the most stable organizations in F1 right now, which is Red Bull. Say what you want to say about that place. They have everything patterned. You know, they they might have lost one or two people to Aston Martin here and there, but they're good. And that's the person you want to go against. And it's the same thing that's always happened with Ferrari. You look at previous years, it's either something wrong with the driver lineup or something wrong with the, with the you know, they had um they had Seb and Kimi going after Lewis and Valtteri. That's not a battle you're winning. Mm-hmm. Now you're going and now like now you have like decent enough drivers to be able to compete again. And your back your back the back end is moving Higgy Haga. They're not making it out of the hood. So with all this dysfunction, why do people think that Lewis will ever go to Ferrari? If you also leave Mercedes, because, which is why I don't think Ferrari is ever an option for Lewis. Plus, they won't even let him in a Maranello anyway. <laughs> that's that's another point, but it, that's another day. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't, I don't know. That's I, I that that organization. I don't get it. It's it's not for 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 a team that's the founding. You know, for a team that's been around Formula One for so long, you would you would expect, you would think that they that they have their shit together at least, even if they don't have the fastest car. You think organization Especially in this day and age? You know, like, but every season Ferrari Civil War, it's is that the drivers hating the management, or the management hate hating each other, or like the management picking one driver over the other driver. Last year it was. It was the cleverest assigned civil war that was starting. You know, they get rid of Binotto thinking, okay, you know, Binotto might be on on science's side. Let's let's have someone neutral and bring in Fred. And it's still possibly going to end up the same way. But this time around, it's going to be everybody fighting everyone. You know what? Yeah, I actually think the similar thing happened with Fred at Renault. I think he was only there for a year and he dipped. If, if he's coming in thinking that he's a team principal and he's realising that he's not got all of these sort of uh, responsibilities that he thought he was getting, he could cut. He could cut. I'll be honest with you. Um, I've read that it, exactly what my hand said. All these people are leaving. He hasn't got control over the sponsors. The car development is, is all over the place. The one thing that they kept telling us about, this engine, this engine, this engine, you know, the fact that it's more reliable, it's given us extra power and it blows up in the first race for your star driver and then the tire deck, it just, oh man, I could just go off. I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Bonotto is still consulting with Vasa about the car. <laughs> Man's meeting them at the gates, slipping him notes through the gates. Yo, <laughs> this is what you got to do, bro. Fam, it's a mess over there, man. But then obviously Ferrari's got the attitude of like, we're Ferrari. That's their exactly. strategy. We are Ferrari. 
and that's how they approach every season that they don't need to actually be an organization that's uh streamlined working towards a common goal and like um working hard towards that if they've yeah. not improved on their obviously they they have a good base car but listen they need to they've had they've had this issue for years where they're not able to upgrade the car that they've got i don't think they've got like even that issue that's in Bahrain, I don't think it was a major engine issue. I think it was more electrical. But listen, this stuff needs to be nailed down before you start racing it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Aston Martin. Christian Horner turned around and said, um, after the Bahrain Grand Prix, it's Aston Martin who's the closest to them. Now, obviously on paper, you know, they picked up the final podium position. Um, so you would say that they are behind them, but like, let's strip everything away. Do you guys actually think Aston Martin are the, are the second fastest team on the grid? No, I no? think that's I think they're third fastest behind I mean, Ferrari. Yeah? Behind Ferrari, in as dysfunctional as Ferrari is, I still think they're second fastest. Are, are you are you impressed with the leap that they made though? Bruh. Who wouldn't be impressed? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've gone from... They were fighting for their lives like first half of last season. But you know what? We have to be realistic. They, they got better in the second half. And they only lost to... Uh, they only lost... You know them why? Because they changed their concept. They only lost... They, six, their concept. they only lost six position by countback. Yeah. You know, And if the tail got those points in Abu Dhabi, then I think they would have... Been one position higher in the construction. There would have been six. Yeah, ended up seventh. But you know they were cooking towards the end of the season. You know Vettel was getting decent points. Stroll they were getting almost double points. Was almost getting confirmed for them. But so, but then regardless, it's still astronomical. Like the difference, the difference they had last year and this year. If Stroll, if we had a fully fit Stroll, he was finishing. Mm-hmm. Ahead of science in that race. I feel like if Stroll was fully fit, like everything was optimal, he was finishing ahead of science. So, had, yeah. You, so sorry to interrupt you there, Kunle, but at the end of the race, Alonso said, uh, Thank you guys for producing such a lovely car to drive. Seeing that firsthand, did that Aston Martin look good at Bahrain? In person. The Aston Martin and the Red Bull by far look like the best cars. And by when far. you say what... when I mean by far, I'm not talking about obviously because I'm in a specific area where you can only see turn one, turn two, turn three, and turn nine and ten. So I can see how they 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 enter in the corners. We're seeing how the uh, the kind of speed they're carrying with them, how comfortable they look uh, exiting the corners as well. That car looks good to drive. It looks stable. It does, he's not fighting the steering wheel. He's not doing anything like that. It just looks smooth. And the only car that looks like that is Red Bull. So we have to take into account the drivability as well. That this car is a very easy car to drive. We had Lance Stroll with no wrists dunking on George Russell. The guy had surgery 13 days before. Not that hard to do, to be honest. That's all the people do it. But uh, let's talk about the physical limitations of not having wrists and doing that in a race. You know what I'm saying? If that car is, is 
one thing we always talk about is, is the car fast, blah, 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 blah. Some, sometimes you have to just remember, make the car easy to drive because these drivers will do their thing if the car is easy to drive. If there is the, maybe even a tenth in, in, in difference with speed, let's say, for example. Let's say, for example, it's the Ferrari is harder to drive than the Aston Martin and they're only a tenth apart. The Aston Martin still has an advantage because it's easier for the drivers to extract what they need to extract out of the car, right? So that one lap pace, they might not have it, but the race pace is there. Race pace, they're second fastest car. I think it's clear to see that as well. Um, Martin, I want to ask you a question about Aston Martin. Um, it's to do with Fernando Alonso. Um, do you think they've improved their driver lineup since last year? No. No. So you reckon Vettel... This is sickening, man. <laughs> That's why I asked him specifically. Um, so you think Vettel's getting a podium then in Bahrain? I think Vettel's winning it. <laughs> oh, no. This, I, I don't ever... This guy. Come on. Let's be serious about Vettel, man. I am serious about Vettel. So do you, Vettel do, 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 do you think Vettel's regretting it a little bit then? Huh? Do you reckon he's regretting it a little bit nah. now? I think he he went he he didn't want he wanted to lose his Ferrari. I think he just needed that final bag, just to get out of the way. And um, I thought maybe he thought maybe if I go Aston Martin, I might be able to do something. We'll see what happens. But I don't think he really cares at this point in time. I think he's yeah. He wants to go save the trees. I think he's working on that. He, I think he's happy with being like. It's back to family life and those type of things do calm you down and they kind of bring a real realism and enjoying just enjoying life. And I think that's what he's happy to do. And it kind of seems like what he wanted to do for a long time. And F1 was the only thing in the way of that. So, no, I don't think Vettel actually regrets it at all. Do you reckon Alonso on the podium is going to become a regular occurrence this year then? God forbid. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. That's what we're, we're here, man. We're, we're, we're in Alonso's world. We're just living in it. <laughs> no, no, it's Lance Stroll's world. I want to see what Lance Stroll does. I don't think. I want to see what fully healed Lance Stroll does in the next couple of races. Oh, the terrorism is going to be peak. That's what I'm excited about. If Lance Stroll starting in fifth or sixth, good wrist with all of these guys around one of them is not finishing the race and it's not Lance Stroll <laughs> bro that first lap was crazy <laughs> you see you think you think you think you've seen first lap carnage in the past with Lancey oh lord of mercy that is going uh, to so hungry 2021 will always be the funniest bro. thing ever Oh my! Oh, wrecking ball when he just came in from nowhere. He just came oh, in. I love it. He's like he saw Bottas causing violence, so he thought, you know what? I'm just gonna come straight through. He, but yeah, he, he killed Leclerc, man. Yeah. So but Leclerc think, was about to win that race. 
That's what annoyed uh, me. Relax, man. Oh, please, please, please. Leclerc would have won. No, I'll tell you this now. No, Leclerc, 2021, win, Leclerc would have won. Leclerc wasn't winning that race. No, he would I not, promise man. you, Hamilton Leclerc was would have won. That was Mercedes's race. That was Mercedes's race to lose, bro. If Hamilton just pitted for tyres, he won. He wins the race. Lewis, by Lewis came from 14 and he finished second in that race. What are you telling me? If Leclerc had got through the first corner and Lewis again started on the grid by himself, Leclerc would have been second or third. If, he would have uh, overtaken Ocon. He would have overtaken Vettel. He would have won yeah, that race. But... Brother, if else, you I, I say this about every driver that got crashed out. You could say that about anyone. <laughs> say that about Daniel Ricciardo. Hey, listen, really listen don't... <laughs> You can say that about anyone that got crashed out. Okay, can we come back anyway, to Lance Stroll? Then? Back to back to what I was, back to Aston Martin on the podium. I feel like this is going to be one of this is going to be if I'm if like my brain, you know, it's going to be like that season where it might just be Mercedes one two and anybody finishes third. You know, you remember. That? Yeah, and it's gonna Williams. Be, Williams. It's just good. It's you know they're gonna have they're gonna be having like the Williams or the or the pink Ferrari or the pink Mercedes sort of like performances where finishing on the podium as in third would not be far from reality on some weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, one little DNF in front and they they have a chance of finishing on the podium. You know, Jeez. two two people DNFing in front, then there's a possibility of like. Maybe a race win, maybe a second place. But all I know is that the only inevitable thing that's going to be happening this season, Max Verstappen P1. Last year was P1, P2. But this year, straight up P1. That's the only thing. I think think Alonso's going to win a race. It's time. He could win one. I think he could win one. It could win one. It might win one. All right, guys, stop. It's time. Okay, okay. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. We don't. We, we don't need to put those things out into the um into the world. <laughs> first no lap. First lap. Piece. First lap incident. It might be. It might happen. But Perez finds out his contract's not getting renewed. He crashes into Max. Is cooked, man. That's the win, man. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, Paris is done, man. Let's just not speak of it. Something's happening with that second seat this year, definitely. It's done. He might not even make it to the end of the season. I personally think Nick the reason take it. Nick? Hey. What? That's my wild I saw that guy in person. That's my wild shout. Helmet saw him with his one good eye. (laughs) Weren't looking good, bruv. (laughs) We'll see. Was he looking was he looking was he looking a bit a bit dizzy under the lights? Yuki put seven tenths on his head in quality, bro. Seven tenths, bro. What happened in the race, though? Double dunked on him in the race. He, he, he took, he double dunked on him. Yuki, the overtake. Yeah, I know. I saw, I saw the overtake. I saw the overtake. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Give it time. Give it time. We'll see. I see. We'll see. I see. But yeah, I saw my Yuki agenda. You know, nasty. You, you prevented me on Yuki Queen. You. Pre- <laughs> anyway, we'll see if the anecdotes comes to fruition. Yeah. Um, should we go into listeners' questions, lads? Yeah. Can yeah, we just have a quick word on McLaren? Oh yeah. You know what? I'm it. not too. I'll be honest with you. I'm not too fussed about McLaren. I actually think. I think McLaren will come good. I actually think that. We're not coming good this year or next year. No, no, no. Nah, no, no. this season. The, no. What they'll is be, coming good? Fine what is season. coming good though? What is coming? Because oh, yeah. okay, so um, I haven't looked at, looked too much into it in detail, but you basically got it wrong with the floor. 
back end of last year because of regs change. But then I think you have an up upgrade coming in Baku. Baku they will have an upgrade coming in Baku. You, no, 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 no. Baku's they have an upgrade. They, they have an upgrade coming. And last year, it was a very similar situation in Bahrain. And they bounced back and they were fine. So I honestly feel as though they can address the situation. And I, I think they'll be fine. And I think, and and I think, and, and and I think, in addition to that, they've got two very good drivers, very very good drivers. Can I can I let me explain the situation for listeners and viewers that don't know what's going on? So, um, September two thousand and twenty-two, we were already working on our car way before that, our twenty twenty-three car. Yeah. Then Mister Toto Wolf starts complaining about ride heights and porpoising, right? So they change the height for the cars, right? We check on our simulators in September and realize, oh shit, this height, uh, this change in height, uh, ride height is effing us up and we're not getting any more downforce. We need to change the car. So we had to change the car completely. We couldn't work on the 2023, we couldn't work on uh, the 2022 car to build up to the 2023 car. We had to build a whole new car because of this rule change. So we haven't got a wind tunnel. We are wind tunnels in Germany. We have to go back and forth. We don't really have the resources that the teams has. So when we do have to design and build a new car, it does take all the way from September to bloody April to build that car. So the car that was there in Bahrain that was very slow that everybody saw was a car that has not been touched since September. It had not been developed. It was underdeveloped car on the grid because they decided we're scrapped. Unlike, let's say, for example, Mercedes, who decided, oh, we're going to wait until the first race and then we're going to decide we're going to change the car. Well, they kept developing. One team is criticised and the other doesn't. One has been completely open and honest and said, yo, this car ain't it. And they said it even before launch, this car is not going to be it. And guess what? It wasn't it. But guess what? The upgrades are coming in it. Which is why I think you'll be fine. Honestly, I think you'll be fine. And that's why I read. I read the there was an issue with the floor. Which meant that it put back your development. I th- I, honestly, I think it'd be fine. And Just that's, because of, that's because of a rule change in September. Who does rule changes in September? If I are stupid, man. People have already what started building st- their cars already. Mahad, what happened with the steering wheel? What steering wheel? Piastri steering wheel. Oh, bro, the car's effed, man. If you ain't developed the car since uh, bloody uh, September, the car's going to be messed up. We had right. Nando Norris. He, 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 he lost pressure in his uh, pneumatic, pneumatic pressure or whatever. He had to pit every 10 laps to keep it up. Or his, the car was crazy. Yeah, when I when I read that after, I was like, what the hell is going on here? And that just shows that the car is completely underdeveloped. So we've got a small upgrade coming in uh, Saudi, small upgrade coming in Australia. Then the major new car comes after that. And you know what? It's kind of a blessing because reading all the articles is like, if we stuck to the old concept, there wasn't it wasn't going to bear much fruit in terms of going down that route. But this rule change and us re-looking at the car and stuff like that has allowed us to gain massive times. So if we gain massive times and we're towards the front of the midfield again, nobody's saying that. If you're ahead of Mercedes, then oof, uncomfortable conversations. Well, we might but be around this- that part. Alpine's close, close to Mercedes, you know. Look at the data. Yeah. Scary. Alpine, really? Oh, uh, bro, Gasly was running right Gasly... on that pit. Oh, oh, not on the court. I was like basketball court. He was running right on the track. He was running right. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, he stormed through on he that new set of tires. Yeah, Gasly was cooking, though. I'm not going to lie. 
I didn't watch the race. I've <laughs> <laughs> still refused to watch oh, any, anything about it. Are you watching this weekend? We'll decide on Sunday. I'll watch Quali. I'll see how Quali goes. And then, wow. then you decide. Quali determines your race. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Does Quali determine if you're going to watch the race or not? Yeah, now it is. Yeah, because or not even that. I might even just leave it to the practice sessions on Friday. See who's if they're doing okay. Feels like they're gonna have a decent race, but if it's gonna be the same podium as last week, no, I'm not watching it at all. No, Matt, Matt, I got a question. Are you I don't Mercedes? want to watch my enemies prosper. Matt, are you a Mercedes fan? No, or you're just not. or you're just a hater. <laughs> Why would I be Mercedes? He's fan? the man that's stressed out in his background. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. I respect it. I wouldn't want to watch my goat suffer either, but hey, yeah, man. it is what it is. I had to watch Kobe suffer, bruv. Do you know how bad that was, watching those last three years of Kobe? I ain't watching that same for Lewis. I swear you're a Celtics fan. It, That's what I'm saying. What is going on? What the fuck? Do I do care about Kobe? Not. This guy's insane, man. Let's go on to listeners' questions, man. Listeners' questions. Actually, McLaren's fine, everybody, so don't worry about McLaren. McLaren will be cool, man. I'm not... Yeah, McLaren will be fine. I'm not, I'm not reading into all that that happened. I think, I think they'll be fine. Um... Let's have a look at your listeners' questions. Um, Mott, could Williams get double points in Jeddah based on their Bahrain showing? What? Bahrain, Bahrain. Williams, could they get double, double points? points? Double points. Maybe your point. I mean, they don't in Bahrain. Why did they ask Mott that question? Because I know That's he's a Williams fan as well. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as I said I liked I liked them when they were B with BMW. That was it. <laughs> now you're Williams fan. Nah, um, um, Albon could get a point or two. I don't know about Logan Sargent. I think he might be up there. He looks like he's all right. I suppose from what he, I've he seen. had a bit about him in the race. Yeah. He was he was doing he was doing a few things here and there, a couple steps. Um, yeah. So I think um, I mean I would I would it's not completely out the window. But and they're definitely like I think they're the full thick, quickest kind of speed trap at the moment. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely something there. Um, if they can put a few good, they can put a good race together and get the race strategy on point. Maybe they could get two points. Maybe they can even get double. Who knows? Uh, Imagine certainly ain't getting nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, has I don't know. Has looked quite poor. That didn't look good. Didn't I think he looks all right. Alpha looked all right. Alpha Romero. It's very uh, stable. It's very stable, Alpha. Well, I don't know about Alpha Romero. Um, so that's six cars out, out the way already. I think Williams just got to make sure they finish in front of those six. And then it's just fighting with Alpine and um, McLaren for the last set of points. And who knows? McLaren might not even really be up there because of how much problems they're having with the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahad. Question for you: Who's taking the second Red Bull seat? Well, assuming Perez is gone, mm-hmm. Yuki Sonoda. Really? Yeah. This is his year, yeah. This is Yuki's year to step up. This is it's now and ever, man. We, we need to see Yuki Coin hit the move. Uh, we need to see Yuki Coin break support and resistance. He needs to go. He needs to go to the moon now. One hundred percent. I I expect it to. I expect it to. Skyrocket, and then all the people that didn't invest be like, Oh my god, I could have got my family out of the hood. You get me? I could have bought a Lambo, but yeah, I, 
I'll say I'll first I'll say first choice, uh Yuki Sonoda. I'll be uh, real with you. Second yeah. choice, Daniel Ricardo. I think Daniel Ricardo. If if he's doing the right, you know, the right moves in the background and he's like whispering in Horner's ear, you know, I, I could be that but guy. Is Danny Rick, is he the one doing same work for Red Bull? Is he doing anything driving? He's doing all the PR. around on TikTok, just, man. Or is he just marketing? Can you confirm that he's running around on TikTok? He's running Daniel around on TikTok in flippers. That's all he's doing for Red Bull right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drivers and sim drivers are Liam Lawson and the other guy. Yeah, you ain't getting no sit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Albon. At least Albon was doing like simulation stuff. Albon was like, doing. Albon, Albon was doing Albon was Silverstone was, things. He was recreating. <laughs> at least he was still driving. He was getting on the wheel. Albon. Yeah, yeah. yeah Albon yeah. was putting in extra shifts, man. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, Danny Rick. Um... Yeah. yeah. I just oh, seen a comment. Just... I just seen a comment. Hold on. Um, how can you all see McLaren's being fine, but Mercedes not? Is Mercedes not coming with small upgrades in general? McLaren's coming with a whole new car. I think Mercedes, Mercedes are not. coming with upgrades, though. I think they are. They're, with, they're not coming with a whole new car, though. Yeah, not a whole new car, but they're coming with upgrades. Right. Yeah, but, okay. Um, oh, Nathan's turned up. Um, <sighs> Nathan, you need Couldn't to... Let, who has a Piastri agenda? It's so weird. Nathan, it's so Nathan, weird. Nathan's this one... Weird, bro. Nathan's weird. No, nah, Nathan's a good guy. He's nah, got a PSG agenda. That's weird, bro. How can yeah, you be considered so a good weird. talent but finish less than 25% of the race? That's his question. Oh, that's that's his question. question. That's Nathan's question. Like That's a ridiculous question. Yeah. The car um, could the car? Yes, yes, sir. Your question, though. I want to make you answer your question. Why are you making me answer my question, you beard all? When will Danny when will Danny Rick fans stop crying? Man was awesome McLaren and he should have been fired after the first season. They need to go and watch Red Bull TikTokies and leave drivers and track alone. To be fair, Kunle, I remember I remember it so well. It was race Imola. number three or four of that season. It was Imola. I said, it was I said 2021. 2021. You called it. And I think I was hosting the pod. That was when um Thingy crashed. Oh, they called me. They, they called me crazy that day. Bro, I remember. Crazy. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I remember Mah had said, "You're not even gonna give him to half the till till Singapore." He called oh. every man called me crazy. The same way they called me crazy for saying Williams might do better than the rest of them lot there this season. We'll see. We'll be here. Hey, listen, no one's had crazy. a Daniel Ricciardo longer than me, so I'm just happy this guy. We don't have to see this guy this season. But now they're forcing him. Well, I don't even follow Red Bull on TikTok, so I'm good. You know, I was watching the other day. Yeah. Um... This guy was on terrorism in Austria 2021. Do you know he was like kicking up dirt in the drivers' faces? So whenever he went round the last corner, there was obviously the runoff and there's just a little bit of grass. <laughs> He's driving on the grass so you can kick up some dirt and the guy's behind. I'll send you the that. video. Danny Rick, I'll send you the video. Oh yeah, video. he did that on purpose. He did it on purpose. He's a terrorist. I couldn't believe he was doing that. Okay now. Like, I get it. But, but yeah, um, Danny Rick fans, bit... Danny Rick fans, you need to let it go. At least this season. Just watch what's on display. Leave Oscar alone. Red Bull 2024. Yeah, you know, like, let it go. Stop crying about, oh, he caught his holiday shot and they still fired him, blah, blah, blah. I don't think, I don't care. Daniel fa- Daniel fans are running an Oscar Piastri agenda and it's absolutely it's, sickening. It's, it's ridiculous. They should 
They the should guy's be. jobless, man. He's running. He's running on TikTok. He had. They gave him. He he got the bag at McLaren. He was meant to be number one driver, and he couldn't beat Lando Norris. And they're like, if you cannot be close, you cannot beat this guy. You they built even... the car for him. They built you know, the car for Danny Rick. He couldn't Lando get Norris had COVID every week, and he was still beating him. A lot of people don't rate Lando Norris, yeah. And if Lando Norris actually put this guy in the dirt two seasons in a row, how bad is Daniel Ricciardo? He did it. Ask back yourself to... that question. If you he don't rate Lando Norris, back. and you man say Norris is shit, you have the same set of people that say, "Oh, Norris could not win a race for McLaren." That's just me running the gender. Mind you, mind you, that race that Danny Rick won. If they let Norris win, Norris race that race. Norris is winning. I'm just saying. Well, let's we'll keep it moving. Hundred percent. Um. Let's see one more question. Let's do Anna. What team should Charles go to for a chance to win the championship? I mean, same question for Lewis. I think we covered it for Lewis already, but I don't know. Personally, for Charles, it will probably have to, if he wants to go to someone, it's got to be Red Bull right now. If he wants he's to not going anywhere, he can't go anywhere. No, he's confessed up in 2025. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Moss, check this out. Yeah, how is uh, Lando Norris on a death row contract, but Charles isn't, and they and their contracts end at the same time? Who knows? The maths don't maths. It's not maths, then. If Charles Leclerc is not win, ever winning the championship, he's that's not insane. ever winning the championship. <laughs> I, if he doesn't win a championship, that's a big fail. That's a big fail on on the whole I'm, F1 system. I'm telling you, after they, Ferrari, he just goes they down. want him to win. He goes down. He'll go to Alpine or Renault or wherever they're going to call themselves in three years. And he will just be there, mid-table driver, for another four years. And then he'll retire. And he'll have a good career with, what, let's say, 17 race wins, if that. And wow. that's so, Mark, be it. so, so, so who, who's, who's, who's winning it... championships? Who's, who's winning championships in the next 10 years? Then? I think Max would definitely get at least maybe another one or two. Um, we're talking before 2025 I think maybe and possibly either Lewis or his teammate if Mercedes can sort out a car you can say his name yeah you can't say, say, say the name you can't, you can't say his name you are allowed to say his name or Lance, <laughs> and, and Lance Stroll in 2025 <laughs> hey we're cooking baby he's getting, he's getting his Vilna of title bro yeah, Lance Stroll 2025 Max and Eva Lewis or his teammate. No, I love how you refer to him as his teammate. Lance Show winning the Canadian Grand Prix would be lit though. He has an opportunity I'll, this year. I'll be there for it. Listen, his dad will pay off every official to, for, to let that happen. It's happening. Trust me. But um, in all seriousness, I think Leclerc is going to go to uh, Saba, Audi. Yeah. They can sell in the project. That could be like a, you know. A we, well, so, so we're saying this like they're gonna be competitive when they join, right? Yeah, that's why I said it's like gonna be a Mercedes Lewis Hamilton move. Mercedes weren't competitive when Mercedes, when he went first, went there, did he? Were they? But mm-hmm. they had prospects. I mean, it was that one year of the old rakes, and then they went into the new turbo hybrid area, and it's just like boom, winning. I don't. It's think a risk. That's what I'm saying, yeah, 2025 he goes to the Sauber, Audi, and then 2026 they cook. Okay, we'll see. I don't know. And one thing I'll tell you about this year, and I think a lot of F1, Twitter, all these people that are new to F1, these drivers don't stay on the same team. This is fantasy land. This, this is, is what I said. Land. I said it. There is no don't loyalty happen. in F1. There's no loyalty in F1. That doesn't exist. 
they will jump. If a better opportunity comes along, they will jump. It's like Love Island. They will jump. Why are you telling us about Love Island, bro? Because I don't know. I, just, just I, don't know I don't know why Love Island just Damn came to my head. Why is Love Island your first jump. example? I think you say, you, say they don't, you say they don't jump, but only if you're not winning. And if only if your top top drivers don't really leave their team, if when they're team winning, when they're winning, yeah, like uh, what's his name? Um, uh, your boy at McLaren, he never left until like Who? late in his career. Mika, Mika, Mika. Hackenen. No, he left the next season. He, he left said the, he was he said, winning. He was winning. My wife and kids and never came back. He didn't even retire. He left the, he left the sport. He well, never he said he was retiring. It's not like he left to go join another team. He raced with McLaren for what? How many years? He was there for a while. Yeah, he was. He was with uh, Mika. Was with us in the mud, and then when we yeah. became good, he won two titles. And then who else? Yeah, obviously, Michael. He, he Michael stayed with Ferrari for a while, huh? Michael Johnson, and then he went to yeah, I mean, going to he went from Benetton to Ferrari. Yeah, that's he went like, from Benetton like going he... from West Ham to Manchester United. No, but he won the titles. No, with he Benetton. won a title with Benetton, though. He won. He literally won the titles with Benetton. Going and was like, you know what? United, I'm going to Real Madrid. He won two it's with like, Benetton. You, I Alonso done the Madrid. same thing as well. Alonso just done a double and he left to go McLaren. Okay, you can win the double at Arsenal. You still want to go to Real Madrid. It doesn't not comparison, man. This you is not working, Mark. If, if we check the history books, none of these guys drivers have stayed at the same teams, man. There's so no one the a title, man. I mean, the only one Vettel that won a title with Ferrari. What's he doing? The only one that jumped ship is Kimi. Kimi, Kimi, Kimi has suffered PTSD. Kimi and and Alonso has been trying to jump ship, but it's no, it's always failed for him. Vettel yeah, but, if, but but for Alonso, yeah, if it's not Vettel, working out, he Vettel would jump ship because he was tired of Red Bull. And he had, and he generally won. And again, it was to go to where Ferrari. It's like going to Real Madrid. I'm telling you, it's not like uh, oh, I'm jumping. So are you also, oh, Max? Team. If I'm if I'm understanding, you're saying like the legacy team, which is Ferrari. If you're yeah. good, if you're good at Ferrari, you're jumping. You're not, to Ferrari, you're not leaving. Bro. You're not leaving Ferrari to go to another team if Ferrari is good. Exactly. But any, or any other person on any other team can decide. Ferrari seat is open. It's a Ferrari seat. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari. to be fair, look, if Ferrari seat's open. Like, if in my head, the only place Max Verstappen would ever go is Ferrari. Yeah, he's not going to go anywhere oh. else. Yeah, but the, but Mahad, he's only going to move if he's not winning. And that and that's the fundamental that's point here. True. If you're not winning, and if you're not doing well, you will jump ship. He has he has absolutely the moment he stops winning with Red Bull, he has no loyalty to them. Look, Rant said it. Rant said it. Look, Michael brought the team with him. He could bring Newey with him. He could bring, he could even just probably raid Aston Martin. If Max says, Oh, I'm going, he messages Dan Fellow saying, oh, I'm going, I'm Aston, um, Ferrari, come with me. I might be able to get you a spot. I'm sure Dan <laughs> Fellow would go to Ferrari as well. It's, it's, you can, or you can convince engine, good engineers. If you're a top driver, you can convince good engineers to come with you to 100, a dysfunctional 100%. team to win. And if it's Ferrari, they're taking you, especially if you're good. Anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Listen, you really jump ship to Ferrari, man, if you're a top driver. Otherwise, you stay in your team because there's nowhere else, you're not going to get a better um, seat anywhere else. McLaren. No. The only, the only, the only, the only, literally, Lewis is probably the only outlier of going from McLaren to Mercedes. That was it. No, but it worked out perfectly for him. He yeah, wasn't, exactly he only won like one race in 2012. 
huh? probably two. You know, he won like two races in 2012. I think yeah, but I said he's the only outlier. Everyone else stays with their team if they're a top driver, mm. unless you're a Lodzer and you try to jump ship and it never works out for you. No, man, trust me. This this going to Aston Martin might just be Alonso's best move in the past ten years in terms of team wise. Well, one of them had to work because he jumped around a lot. So. It was it was better. Was like it was whoring himself on that grid, bro. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Should we do quick Saudi predictions? Max, Max, Max. Mad. <laughs> um, I'm going to say. Max, could he beat Red Bull? No, he beat Ferrari when they had the worst of car anyway last year. Mm-hmm. So, what's gonna happen now when he has a better car? I'm going to say that's your what. I'm no, saying, don't wake it up, man. I know what you want to okay. say. Don't okay. do it. Don't let him. Go on. I know he was gonna say it. I'll say, I'll say, um, Max Leclerc. Paris. No Paris. No Paris. It's a street circuit. Paris, all right, street circuits. It wasn't Paris. Wasn't Paris, Paris winning the last year? Yes, man. Paris. Paris slapped it on pole last year. He did an absolutely insane lap. But yeah. here we are. Mats. So, um, your... um, I'm going to go Max Leclerc. Albon, fastest lap. No, Albon. What the? F- do you say album third or album fastest lap? Album fastest lap. Yeah. Fastest lap. So who's, 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 getting, who's, who's getting third? Stroll. Woo, that would be sick. Anyone but Alonso. Are you going to say something, uh, Kunde? Oh, yeah. I was going to say Max Leclerc. And it's a toss up between Perez and Sainz. So I think. I think P- actually, I'm changing the signs. I'll change it to Paris third. Based on like you know, who who bozos more? Signs is likely to bozo more than Paris, so I'd probably say Max Leclerc and Paris. Goodness gracious, I'm doing predictions and Lewis Hamilton's name is not there. Fucking hell, Mercedes! I mean, when Mercedes is slow. Mercedes they have me, not they have Lewis. Okay, me. hey, fam, fam. We need to before we go. Yeah, we need to. Mercedes, why did you tell me you saw a second in the simulator when you stopped the bouncing and I ain't seen no second? I ain't seen it. it. Because it was Mick Schumacher in the car. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord. Um, I guess on that, we should... In the car, I'm dead. Has he um has he managed to crash it in the simulator, Mahad? Can you crash know. a simulator? My sources, my sources at Brackley haven't told me anything. Oh no, no, the fire alarm went off when he was in the building. <laughs> um, I guess with that we'll wrap it up. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks everyone for watching on the YouTube. Um, we'll be back with a review of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So until then, peace. Podcast Network.